And in those days there was a man of some repute who spoke unto his people, Truly I tell you, never will I cast you aside, nor disappoint you, nor betray your trust and leave you unto your own. Never will I cause you tears, nor bid you goodbye, nor utter a falsehood and bring hurt unto you. So ends this reading from the book of Astley. Thrall's Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind. Hosted by Bentolis, Gershom, and Wooly. What's up, swingers? From the grizzly lands of Wisconsin, welcome to Thrall's Balls, episode 53. Oh man, just like last week, my neighbor is mowing his lawn right now. Uh, I am Wooly. I'm Gershom, and I just totally got fucking rickrolled by Wooly, bro. And I'm Ben. I'm literally in the living hell of Texas right now. It's so goddamn hot. You guys love the rickroll, and you know it. How hot is it in Texas right now? I think the past four weeks, we've only had two days less than 100 degrees. It's like 104 right now. Dude, like the coolest, the coolest places in the whole country right now are like Seattle and San Francisco, and it's still like seventy-five degrees. I mean, it's ninety-five degrees in Chicago right now. This is this is critical. Jesus Christ! Even with the lake effect, goddamn. Well, wait, is that a thing in Chicago? It's a thing in Milwaukee. It's the same lake. No, oh no, we have the same thing. That's why we get much worse snow than if you go downstate for like. You go downstate for like an hour and you do not get the same snow and wind and weather things as you get in the city proper, like at all. Jeez. That's yeah, like New York. Like everywhere around it is like during the winter is like New York is like 10 degrees colder. I was in, I, I forget what month it was. I think it was an early month, like February or something. Like years and years ago, I went to go see the Bean in Chicago and I don't know what it was, but it was like way colder than in Milwaukee. And I could not tell you why. It was it was windy as shit. Probably well, the, from all the buildings. Well, the bean is like literally two city blocks from the lake. I don't know if you knew that, but all you have to do I is like not. walk across yeah, you walk across the park to your east and you go across the highway and the lake is right there. I mean you could see it. But hope you enjoyed the big metal asshole that is Chicago. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, like, I know we have at least one listener in Poland. What's up, friend? Uh, The bean is literally a giant metal bean in Chicago. It's like a sculpture. And there, there's some sort of story there with the artist and some blacker than black ink or I forget. I, yeah. It's really, I'll tell you one thing. It's really weird when you're tripping balls and you go down there in the middle of the night and look at your own reflection on the underside of that bitch. It's, <laughs> sorry. Were you tripping just, thralls balls? I was tripping thralls balls before I even knew. Look at that. That shit was in my heart, homie. Well, uh, this seems like as good a time as any. What have we been up to in WoW? Who wants to go first? 
I'll go, I guess. Um, cause I didn't do a whole fucking lot. I'll admit it. Uh, the girls were in the Dells this weekend with their grandma. For those of you who don't know, Wisconsin Dells is a ginormous water park complex up in Wisconsin, closer to you, Wooly, than me. But they sure were gone is. this weekend. Um, and I really meant to play more WoW, but I did not. I had a lot of personal stuff to do, so blah, blah, blah. I didn't do that. I got, <laughs> right after I retired my Magheart orc, Winn-Dixie, I realized she wasn't 60. So I pulled her up and I got her to 60. That happened just this morning. And that's mostly because I want to have the opportunity to do callings and make some money during silly season before uh, Dragonflight drops, you know, and then when Dragonflight comes, she's 60. So like anything that anyone that you might want to do anything serious on should be 60. So she is. Um, and then I just did some bullshit. I did some mount runs and, and I just fucked around a little bit and I didn't really do a whole lot this week. Chris, what about you? Sorry, Ben. Um, so we, you know, we've been uh, raiding again with Clock to Company. We were able to get the Rigalon and Jailer down on normal, so it was pretty nice. Got it done relatively quickly. So, uh, yeah, I think this week we're just going to finish all KSM for those who want it. And then uh, we have our guild meeting on August 2nd, kind of going over what's going to happen. Are you going to hammer Are you gonna hammer in AOTC for some of the collected company? Did anyone in collected company not have it? Or are you going to go for heroic or cutting edge still? Or how are you um, going to do that? I mean, we have a while. Well, no. No, we don't. Sorry. Well, it's only a couple ends. weeks till season four, right? Yeah, well, it's next week. So we have only one week left. And, you know, I think that uh, we could definitely try it. But I think people would rather go for KSM. It'll be, uh, it's a tough ass to get heroic down in one night. The people who've never done the bosses before. Yeah. Um, I, and as for um, Cutting Edge, I think he said, I don't think Collected Company ever plans to really go into Mythic. Unless I'm wrong. No, I, fu I fucked up on that. I was actually, I was used to the old way where we had until the new expansion drops. And I'm like, you guys have till December. And then I realized that's not true because of season four. Oh, I fucked that okay. up. Yeah, yeah, I made a mistake. My bad, y'all. Oh, don't you worry about that. Uh, is that about it for you, man? Yeah, that's pretty much all I've done. Well, it's more than what I've done. I've logged in, like, maybe two or three times this whole week. Life has been busy, and there's not a lot going on in the game. Um, I have just been taking my Orc Warlock, Tokesh, through Mythic um, Siege of Orgrimmar, because I'm farming up some specific gear items to, for the mage tower which like come on, that how fucking weird is that the best in slot stuff for the mage tower is like old old stuff that's awesome but really fucking weird i remember reading that when the when the first like mage tower posts were coming out and i was like that's really weird and i'm i i i'm not a min maxer and i didn't want to do it so i was like mm, not really but it did strike me as interesting I want to do it because if it'll give me the advantage to get through it, then hell yeah. I want that at least the Warlock armor set. The rest of them just kind of look like, meh, I don't care. But I I did the Destro and the Affliction Mage Tower back in Legion, so I should be able to do it. It's just a matter of buckling down and getting it done. Um, totally. Other than that, I decided I want to take advantage of this, what is it, Winds of Butt Fucking 
it, that's not what it's called. The, the why is that my the, go-to? The, the experience buff and yeah. and also I don't know. <laughs> I wish it was a hundred percent though. How weird is it that it's fifty percent? I feel like it doesn't make a lot of difference. Like I'm lead, I'm leveling my um high mountain tauren right now through Legion for the heritage armor. And I don't feel like it makes any difference at all. But I feel like if when it's a hundred percent, it does. Well, I mean, you, are you also throwing on the um, draft of whatever ten lands? I think it's called from BFA because that's an extra ten percent right there. No, I don't have that, and I'm waiting for the Dark Moon Fair to come up so he can mm -hmm. go running and grab the Dark Moon Fair carousel, the wee the the carousel ride buff, but. Well, the buff goes away when uh, Season 4 drops on August 2nd. Uh, third, if you're EU. So I'm trying to get this uh, Zandalari Paladin that I named Zip Thud. You get it? Like, zip no. thud. Like, you unzip, zip. and it thuds on the floor. Oh, nice, because he's a troll, so he has a big zip dick. Thud. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I made him, he's level 10 because I haven't done anything with him yet, but I want to get the heritage armor for the Zandalari Paladins. I mean, Zandalari Trolls. I and feel that's... nasty that I haven't done... I'm oh, sorry to interrupt. I feel nasty that I picked a high mountain over a Zandalari because I like trolls better in general, but also I kind of wanted to get out of the way and not to go on for too long, but I'm glad I'm getting it out of the way because this motherfucker is so slow i know everyone runs at the same speed but i just i can't stand it with torrents it's just ridiculous even they're with so, the little like rush forward thing they're just so lopy and yeah they just they're too big for me I'm, I'm not into how how my gameplay feels when i'm playing a torrent but i will get him to 50 he's already like 18 i think so it'll be it'll be soon I have a High Mountain Torin Druid on some server or something. He's like 20-something, 30-something. Maybe I'll finish him off, at least for the Heritage Armor. But, uh, yeah, that's basically all I've been up to. Um, You guys want to do Drink of the Week? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yes. It's time for the Mixed Drink of the Week. Fuck yeah. It's the mixed drink of the... Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> Whoops. All right, ignore that. I accidentally played all the bumpers. That's fun. Or at least the one bumper. Uh, so it's the mixed drink of the week. Fuck yeah. Uh, what we do here is we mix a drink, and it is that week's drink. Uh, fuck yeah. Anyway, before we get into it, please remember to only partake of the mixed drink or any alcohol for that matter if you're of legal age or legal whatever to do so. Furthermore, we are not responsible for any consequences that may befall you as a result of your own silly shit. So, uh, we're going to shake things up a little bit this week with the mixed drink of the week. We have been going through various cities in WoW, um... And I actually have a shout-out to give somebody in a moment here. Somebody posted something cool in our Discord. But we finished up the Class and Spec series before we had any idea what was coming in the form of the Drakthir Evoker. So I thought it would be a lot of fun to make a drink for the Devastation Evoker. And it's called Deep Breath. Now, I want to have these guys guess what is in it. But before I do... 
big shout out to Dax in our uh, our Discord, thrallsballs.com, if you want to join. He made a drink he calls the Blighted Lordaeron. And he says it works well as a shot, too. Equal parts Bacardi Limon, melon liquor. Is it liquor or liqueur? I don't know. And peach schnapps. He did two shots of each and a splash of Mountain Dew. Sprite would have worked better, he says. Just didn't have any. I thought it looked fucking cool. So I wanted to say it on the show. I didn't actually see this. Wow, that's weird. But I wasn't on the internet much this weekend, honestly. It was just posted today at 1.23 p.m. Oh, I was out at my yard sale then. I didn't have my phone. My bad. Gotcha. So, then back to this week's drink. Again, it is Deep Breath, a move from the Devastation Evoker. We are, yes, throwing it back to the Class and Spec series. We're not throwing the City series away, but right now, I just wanted to do this. So, Gershom, I want your opinion first. What do you think is in a Deep Breath? Okay, I'm trying really hard to stay away from Fireball. I know you love Fireball, but I just didn't want to make it typical. So I'm going for more like what I would consider like a cherry bomb. And so I'm going for like um, some sort of cherry-ish like fruit punch or Minute Maid, something like that. I'm making this a mixed drink, right? Like we used to do with the class and the specs, maybe right. more. Right, mixed drink. Okay. And then a drop, uh, a drop, a shot of chocolate liqueur and a shot of whiskey all mixed up into like cherry or fruit punch. And it's supposed to be like a, like a cherry bomb. It, I don't know. I didn't do this good. I like the idea. Uh, ben- but it probably, it probably has fireball in it. I know. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Bent, what's your uh, what's your guess, buddy? Okay, so my understanding of the ability, it does volcanic damage, so I'm thinking like a volcano. So it's been a while since you used this, so I'm going to go with Jaeger, Mountain Dew, Code Red, and a little splash of hot sauce. Oh, the hot sauce! Yeah, you used to use a lot of hot sauce. So I thought about hot sauce. There's no hot sauce because there's enough in this keeping it plenty hot. You want to hear what's in it? Hell yeah. Okay, so yes, it does have fireball in it. I wanted to to avoid it because I use fireball way too much. It's a cinnamon whiskey, but it's just, come on. Deep breath, devastation evoker. It's a fucking dragon man. Yeah, I got to have fireball. So there's a shot of fireball in here. And I'm mixing that with, yes, Mountain Dew, but not Code Red. Uh, here, listen to this. Oh, bump my mic. Yeah, okay, that didn't read as well as I wanted it to. It is Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot, which, by the way, by itself is fucking nasty. I was gonna say, I didn't want to waste money on that the other day, but I saw it. Is it, like, the one that's supposed to taste like Flamin' Hot Cheetos or something? No, people think it's supposed to taste like Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but it's, it's literally just a spicy Mountain Dew. It's kind of, you know... Like, and it's gross. I don't know if I'd call it gross so much as just... I don't necessarily want something I'm drinking to be refreshing to come off as... Uh, spicy. And that's what it is. It is a spicy drink. So there is that fireball mixed with the flaming Hot Mountain Dew. 
and there's another element to this. You guess You're what that is? You're lighting it on fire. You're lighting it on fire. I'm lighting something on fire, and I'm dropping it into it. I have here half a shot of Everclear that I'm lighting on fire. It is lit up, and I'm going to drop that in while it is on fire. And I'm a little afraid I'm going to burn my house down. Um... Oh, God. Okay. All right. It worked. It worked. I heard, I heard that like poof. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. All right. So I spilled a little bit. I put too much of the Mountain Dew in there. So I'm just going to like take a sip of the Fireball Mountain Dew Flaming Hot, Bacar uh, not Bacardi, Everclear, over the lips, through the gums look out asshole and this time i might mean that spicy all right yeah that definitely works that definitely works okay so to reiterate that is a shot of fireball uh mixed with flaming hot mountain dew and in this case half a shot of everclear lit on fire only reason it's half a shot is because otherwise I would have fucking spilled that bitch everywhere. And, um, uh, you know, lit my desk on fire and stuff. Uh, just trying to do some technical stuff. Okay. So that was the mixed drink of the week. Um, next week, Gershom, you are up. And I cannot remember. If you said you wanted to go with a city again, or if you wanted to do the preservation evoker spec with a actual mixed drink, it is totally up to you. I will. I have totally um, agreed to do the pres the preservation, and I actually have something lined up. So y'all just have to wait till next week to get drunk with Gershom. Hell yeah. And by the way, guys, from what I've seen, the Preservation Evoker is like no other healer there is. So buckle up, bitches. Dragonflight's going to be a hell of a ride. All right. A, a dragon ride. <sighs> dragon D's nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, wow news time. Time for WoW News, motherfuckers. ...at actually hitting my damn push-to-talk button. Oh, boy. Okay. I, I was literally just sitting here saying how, as time will goes on, I will get better at hitting these buttons in the right order and then realized I wasn't hitting my push-to-talk for OBS. But, Wooly, why are you using push-to-talk? Because then otherwise you hear... <sighs> Like some kind of asthmatic Darth Vader. Anyway, in WoW news, one thing that... Actually, there's two things they put out that they put them out simultaneously are official Blizzard previews of the Drakthir Evoker and of Forbidden Reach, the Evoker, the Drakthir starting zone. So this is what they had to say about the Evoker. Created by Naltharian the Earthwarder, the essence of dragons was combined with the adaptability of the mortal races to create an elite soldier 
capable of switching from a draconic form to a humanoid form. Long in a magical stasis, they are now awakening to a new threat within the Dragon Isles. It is in the Forbidden Reach that the Drakthir will start their journey to reclaim their fractured memories and face a new reality. Excuse me, I had to burp. So, essentially, if you don't already know, the Drakthir can only be evokers and evokers can only be Drakthir. You can switch between the dragon-looking form and the visage form, the humanoid-looking elf motherfucker. Uh, they wear male armor. For weapons, you can use intellect daggers, fist weapons, axes, maces, swords, and staves. You can specialize in devastation or preservation, so DPS or healing. And this is the part that's a little weird. You pick alliance or horde at character creation. And it starts at level 58. So do you guys have any thoughts on this just as it's laid out? Because I have a couple. No, it seems pretty straightforward. It's like a hero class. It feels like almost mm. like uh, like how the Death Knights used to be. You start at a higher level. Are they going to have their own like starting zone? Like the Death Knights did? Yeah. Yeah. Get into that in a second, actually. But I just... I, I don't know. My thing here is... What I think is weird, and it's also not weird because it's 100% how we've always done it, is you pick Horde or Alliance, but they don't really have any reason to go for either faction. They could totally just hang out on the island, you know? Anyway, um, so alongside that, the... Uh, there, Blizzard put out um, an official preview of Forbidden Reach. That is the little islandy area that the Drakthir start in, and how they described it as is it's 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 its own island of sorts, and it's sort of like taboo for dragon type people to even go there. Uh, th there's like legends of why it's so shitty, some kind of horrible battle. I don't know. But what they said was, Naltharian the Earthwarder fashioned these lands as a secret training ground for the ultimate soldiers, the Drakthir. But in the aftermath of a terrible battle, the island lay dormant and abandoned for ages. You think, what, what do you think was the terrible battle? I'm sorry, I, I sound like I almost interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, I was uh, breathing in, actually, because I got something so, stuck you, in my throat. Do you think the terrible battle was like the War of the Ancients? Because I, I know like in the original Sony Tony Dragonflight preview, that was definitely what was going on. Like you were looking over the ocean and seeing like the swirling clouds and everyone was like, well, that's the War of the Ancients. And Alex Straza was like, the land has been sundered. So it was obviously the sundering, but is that what happened here or is it something else? I don't think that's what happened here. I don't know what happened here, but I did start watching a playthrough of the starting zone, and I didn't get very far into it, but I don't want to spoil very much of it at all, but there is insert dragon flight meddling with what they saw as Neltharian being despicable. Uh, this was, mm. by the way, before he was Deathwing, so he was still a good guy when he was doing this, when he made the Drak there. Well. So I think we find out what it was, whatever it may be. 
I honestly can't. Uh, uh, that's one of the reasons, one of the probably top reasons I can't wait to to play this expansion. Sorry, is for the lore to see just the whole Notharian thing unfold differently, you know, because Bent, you you read the War of the Ancients, right? You must have, because you sent me the digital copies at one point. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so like, you know, like, it has like Notharian sort of like waddling around and talking with the other dragons and he seems so friendly. And then he tries to take down Coriolistras, like mentally, he puts like blocks on him. But it's like, I didn't feel like that's something that happened, maybe even during the War of the Ancients. Like maybe it was something that was under his head for like way longer. You know what I mean? So like this would be good to have like a bit of a flashback to like the the earlier times, these Dragon Isles, and see how long he's actually been fucking insane for and how long he's been hiding it and how long the old gods have been you know whispering to him as it were i think it's more like a gradual build-up from my understanding in the book it just happens like in the war of the ancient trilogy where like he went full insane like that was like the the straw that broke the camel's back right that's what i mean but he was obviously i mean i don't say obviously maybe it felt more obvious to me but i felt like he was dealing with insanity for a lot longer than he was willing to let on, you know? And yeah, it, just, it's probably and it cracked him in War of the Ancients. He cracked, you know? No, no I agree with you 100%. And it, what, you know, uh, compared to the other dragons, it's just like he's so in tune with the earth and the old gods are kind of like connected into it the way they were jailed. I they, think that's what made him so yeah, to it. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's canon at this point is because they're all buried in different places under the earth and he was the earth warder so he was the first one to feel like the sting of that yeah he was also dealing with feeling the literal weight of the whole world pushed down on him and that fed into the insanity a little bit from what i've read i don't know if oh I'm no no you're right no you're not wrong you're totally right so what i think would be cool to see as far as Neltharian is um i'm not saying who but there is somebody who left behind an echo of themselves on the dragon isles that we will encounter this person i don't know how naltharian could have possibly done something like that but i think it would be dope if we see him in some form like deathwing's dead yes naltharian's dead yes redacted is dead but we're still seeing them show up in the the dragon isle story why not naltharian i think that would be awesome deathwing was a very much i don't want to say beloved but it was a character that they did a little dirty to be honest with you and i think people would love to see him again but also i feel like people might be like nope leave it alone his story's done it makes fantastic sense, and I love Naltharian slash Deathwing's trope. Like, it's one of my favorite in in the whole book. But it also begs the question that I know that dragons can have avatars and other forms. And even, like, so this is random, but in the, again, to, ca to call back to the War of the Ancients trilogy, um... There was a there was a point 
where Alex Straza was like trapped somewhere or she was in some sort of like prison or she couldn't get out of something. And she literally like gathered up a bunch of rocks and made like a stone version of herself just to go rescue Coriolistras, you know, her first consort. And I think um, Ronan and a, and a few other people. So, you know, it was, it was kind of like, I know these dragons can do crazy shit as far as like alternate forms and stuff. I wouldn't put anything beyond them as far as ghosts or past forms or anything weird like that. I think, I honestly think we're about to have our mind blown and I cannot fucking wait. I can't wait. I'm knocking on my desk. I'm sorry, Willie. I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> it didn't really come through the microphone very much. It was like a knock, knock. It's not a big deal. Uh, but like, yeah, I'm excited. I'm fucking stoked. Uh, so what I actually didn't know that. So what you're saying is Alex Straza made like a rock Estraza. Yeah, she made That's a rock Estraza awesome. in the book. You know what? Later on tonight, I'll go through the book and I'll and I'll I'll send you like the link to the page or so I'll, I'll figure something out because she basically makes like a rock form of herself that survives just long enough to go like rescue the people she cares about and then it starts to fall apart and they're like oh no like what's going on and then they realize that it's like a form of her like i i don't even remember how she did it it was crazy i gotta read that um any more thoughts on that one you guys i'm good no oh, i think we covered everything for notharian all right cool um another thing that is coming that we haven't really said much about on the show is we're going to be getting dragon riding races, which is awesome, but don't get too excited just yet because right now it's not necessarily racing against other people on their dragon, though that would be awesome. It's more like a time trial. Like where these routes are are marked on the mini map and with an hourglass you go to them it's the bronze timekeeper and they'll have you start at a certain point and you try to go through the loop as fast as you're able and you get like a like a timer on it it's similar to um the racing in the dark moon fair where you go and do that um and currently on the alpha even though you can learn more dragon riding abilities as you go on all you'll be able to use is Surge Forward, which surges you forward, and Skyward Ascent, which ascends you skyward. Not terribly complicated, but what's great about it is if you're Vigor, and that is the resource you use to do your dragon riding, is not capped, it is filled all the way up during a three-second countdown to start. I think it looks like a lot of fun. Wowhead put together a really great article on it, and we've only, like, touched the super basic of basics here on it. So that article is in the show notes if you want to go check it out. I, I don't know. Is that something you guys think you're going to try out? Like, I might do it once or twice, and it depends how much I like it to, like, try to, you know, beat some clocks. I don't know. Ben, what do you think? Um, if there's like a way to get like a ranking for it and like you can like gamble on it, <laughs> I think I would do it. <laughs> you, would just... you would love of to course. gamble on it. Fucking of course. Of course. If, if they gave you a shot at the end, you'd be totally down, right? <laughs> oh, like, like it'd be cool. Like, oh, like say I go against like Gershom, right? And like we say, okay, we're going to play 50. You would be, you race. would beat my blind ass. I can tell you that. But it's funny that Wooly, um, 
mention the Dark Moon Fair because the first thing I thought of, which actually just sort of seems like the Dark Moon Fair, honestly, is if you got the Cloud Serpent um, race to Exalted. I forget who that little Pandarian girl is, where you can get all the Cloud Serpent mounts. But there's like, there's a thing, there's a daily you do with her where you do like a cloud serpent race. And honestly, it was harder than the Dark Moon Fair. You do have to go through like those little wispy like circles in the sky. But there are actually other racers that are NPCs that like you could lose. You could get third place and lose the daily and have to start like all over. So maybe they're sort of building on that you know, technology and that sort of coding where you could do it with another player. And in that case, I think it would be fun. I mean, I, I crawled my way through those races over and over again, just to get exalted so I could get all my cloud serpents. Cause you know how I am about my mounts. So yeah. It is one of my deepest regrets about this game that I didn't play most of mists. Like the guild I was in died very shortly into the expansion. Like, I was playing a Death Knight at the time, and I got my my blue cloud serpent, and then everything went to hell, and I'm like, fuck. So I just stopped playing. And then, come to find out the expansion was awesome, I missed a lot. Apparently. Yeah, as someone who never really played current until BFA 8.3 and now... I didn't really know I sort of did this all in retrospect. So it was maybe a little easier for me. Like I wasn't dealing with systems and stuff like that. I was dealing with, I was exploring the lore more and the exploration and stuff like that. So I don't know what it was like when the expansion was current, but I've heard a lot. I heard a lot of people say back then they didn't like it at all. And then I've heard a lot of people now say that, oh, it's my favorite expansion. So I don't understand. I don't I, either. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, um, I will say, in terms of the dragon riding races, I think I would be a little more hype about it if... And that's not to say this won't come, but if there were, like, a multiplayer against other people kind of deal, that would be fun. That I would do. Throw some, like, Mario Kart-type shit in the mix. Let I was just gonna say... Blue shell, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh god, that's a really great idea. What if you could make your dragon like shit on somebody? Sorry. Sorry. I, it's a it's a nasty podcast. I had to make a nasty joke. I mean, I would do it's that. Like, really cool. I would like target people all the time. Yeah. And if yeah, you like win, you just pretend to be a seagull, but you're a dragon and you just shit on someone's sandwich. And if you win, you get a toy that just makes your dragon shit on the ground whenever you click it. I feel like a dragon shit would be humongous though. And it like might be, like, really hot or really cold, depending on what kind of dragon. What yeah, if the blue right. dragon shit, like, ice cubes? <laughs> we never knew until now. Or the bronze <laughs> dragon I, shits out. I love this conversation. <laughs> or the bronze dragon shit out a uh, hourglass. And it's like, buddy, you don't want to know what my rectum is shaped like. Yeah, like you don't want to go in there into that hourglass. Or, you don't want to know. Or like you're gonna see, you're gonna see what Nosdormu ate twelve hours ago, and you don't want to know. Or better yet, it's just they open them up to uh, to really let loose and let the shit fly, and it's just sand pouring out. And you die because you're buried in sand. Why would you stand that close to a a 
dragon's butthole. You know what? No, never mind. I'm good. We're good. <laughs> I have some ideas. Do you want? Do I you mean, want you guys. No, you guys go ahead. I'm good. Dragon <laughs> butt fucking. About, I just thought about getting shit on with a pile of sand, and I, 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 I quit. <laughs> Long ago, all the dragon flights lived in harmony, and then they realized they eat shit drastically differently. Like the black dragons shit actual magma. Oh, there we go. That's magma world. All right, let's move oh, forward. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, we have a faded raid schedule that Blizzard has released. Uh, reminder, season four begins August 2nd in North America, third in EU. Um, and the weekly rotation is, it looks like the first week, August 2nd, we get a faded Na Castle Nathria. August 9th, we get a faded Sanctum of Domination. August 16th, faded Sepulchre of the First Ones. And then it resets back to Nathria, rinse and repeat until the rotation stops. And I think if I understood this right, they're going to get to a point where just all the faded raids are available at the same time. I've said this on the show before, but I'm not really a huge fan of the raids like cycling in and out like that. Because sure, it'll keep things a little fresh. And yes, it's raids that it's not really... Prague, so to speak, but it, I, it's, I feel like it's going to feel a little bit like you're walking up a down escalator. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. So there's no AOTC, right? You don't get AOTC no. off these. You just are doing this for story or gear. Gear, really? Right? Just for fun, gear. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Then I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I might do it. We'll see. I'm still going to do it, like Collected Company's doing it, so I'm in. Um, but, man, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be way better to make all three of them available at the same time and leave it up to the teams to choose where they want to go. Oh, instead of cycling through them. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Yeah, I hear and you. And that's how you'll end up with everybody doing Nathria, nobody doing Sanctum, and others doing Sepulchre. Well, that's an interesting point, though, because what if, like, if everyone's doing the same raid all the time, the gear funnel is going to be, like, really narrow. I mean, I know a lot of these people who are going back and doing these old raids probably got the gear they wanted already. They're probably bringing alts and stuff like that, I have to assume. But it feels like if... I do agree with you, Willie, basically. I feel like if you had all three of them open then you'd have more people spread across like the the playing field of gear and stuff like that. Um I didn't that quite makes make any it, sense. Well, I kind of buried the the important detail here is that the gear for all three is a new level of gear. It's faded gear, so it's the same eye level for all three of them. And it's higher than oh. where Sepulchre is now. Mm, okay. I didn't know that. As a non-raider, I'm sorry. I should talk to the raider. What does uh, Ben Tolis think about this? I mean, I like it. I, I I don't think having them all open at the same time is a good idea because, one, we get a currency from the raid if we don't loot something, I think, and we could buy the items we want from a vendor, which is nice because you get to target things you don't like if you want when you, you don't get the RNG. But if you keep them open at the same time, like... 
for example, rogues and warriors are gonna want to do sanctum because it just drops the best items for us. And then like people who use a two-hander and and stuff are gonna want to do sepulcher. Like for me, there's really nothing in Nathria like that I would need, right? So why would I have any interest in doing? You know, I'd find a guild that where I don't have to come to Nathria. So I think it's good that they they rotate it every week like that. It helps people stay focused. Hmm. I suppose. I just feel like I'm not going to really care as much about what we're doing because following week we're just going to a different raid yeah i mean it's it's not too bad as people think like i know everyone's like oh there's like 32 bosses you have to prepare for but like for the most part everyone's done the bosses before the only thing that's going to be different is uh is like the the four faded affixes when they spawn i totally forgot there's going to be affixes i completely forgot that yeah, it's, uh, hold on, I can tell you what they are. Give me one second. I should have done my job and looked that up, boy howdy. But in the, while you're looking that up, I, I guess I don't, I, I am a little excited to go back into Nathria just because I really enjoyed the aesthetic. There are some fights that I didn't particularly like. Other fights I loved, um... But I'm going to be experiencing them from a different side now. Like, um, uh, sp specifically... Oh, fuck. What is his name? Um, the broker dude. He's Zymox? Also yes, Zymox. I loved the Nathria Zymox fight. I also like the Sepulchre Zymox fight. But I did it as a warrior in Nathria, and now I'm a warlock. So, um, the strat we were using back in the day was the... Ranged stood off to one side to bait the traps. And, you know, that worked out fine, but that's not where I was. So I'm going to be seeing it different. And I just, I don't know, maybe I won't like it as much not running seeds out. Or, or not seeds, um, you know, running out in the portal to avoid the green, the green dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that freaking thing. Yeah, I mean, the fights are kind of similar. Like, you have the portals you got to take. You have to bait the traps out. Um, so, I don't know. I, I actually think the Sepulchre one was much better. I like the idea. You know, I think it was more interactive to have to dodge the rings than it was to just, like, oh, something is targeting me. I got to run over to this portal. Oh, yeah. I, I What I'm not looking forward to is getting sucked into the middle. Because as a caster, I'm doing no damage when I'm doing that. Well, I guess nobody is at that point, but still. like, I don't like not doing damage. I know that sounds really stupid because mechanics are important, but whatever. Did you did you find those affixes or should we move on? Yep, I got them. Hold on. All, All right. right, so there's like four of them. And the first one's called Faded Power Chaotic Essence, which... Summons a Chaotic Essence, which casts Chaotic Destruction, inflicting 799 cosmic damage to all players if successful. Upon interaction, the Essence becomes hostile and instead continuously manifests Chaotic Motes. These Motes channel three cosmic damage into a target of players every half second for three seconds. When defeated, the Motes split into additional Motes. After 15 Jesus. seconds, the Chaotic Essence dissipates, granting all players 2% increased damage, 2% increased healing done, and 2% absorption. Absor Absorptions, Jesus Christ. Uh, done for 25 seconds, and these effects stack for each chaotic mode slain. So, we might get, like, it, it feels like Prideful, where we're going to get this huge damage buff every, like, couple, you know, minutes for 25 seconds. Um, that will be interesting. Yeah. 
And then the next one's called Creation Spark. Charges a player, inflicts three cosmic damage every second for 30 seconds. This defense stacks. Upon removal, this charge jetsons Creation Sparks to nearby locations, infusing players within zero yards of the impact location, increasing the flow of time by 15%, increasing casting, attack speed, cooldown recharge rate, and periodic tick rates, and additionally increasing movement speed for 45 seconds for 20 seconds. This effect stacks. If a creation spark impacts the ground, no player present to infuse the creation spark explodes, dealing 10 cosmic damage to every 2 seconds for 20 seconds. This effect stacks. The next one is called Protoform Barrier and empowers the caster, inflicting 1 cosmic damage to every player for 3 seconds. Upon removal, this barrier manifests itself as one attackable enemy. Casting a shared 400 absorb shield with all other enemies for 15 seconds, a second unit manifests itself that also could be healed to reduce the shared shield. Upon expiration, the barrier explodes, inflicting 50 cosmic damage and additional 5 cosmic damage every second for 8 seconds to all players. If broken, this effect backfires, increasing all damage done to each enemy during the barrier's cosmic damage and additionally grants players up to 25% increased damage, 25% healing done, and 25 increased absorbs for 40 seconds. And the final one is called Reconfiguration Emitter, a manifest and attackable enemy that which continually casts. This enemy remains immune to damage until the first successful cast or interrupt. Successful casts increase, inflict 30 cosmic damage to all players. Every 5 seconds, the emitter gains 0% increased damage done. This effect stacks. When successfully interrupted, the animator radiates, inflicting 5 cosmic damage to all players. Upon defeat, this enemy infuses all players with power based on the energy level of the emitter, increasing mastery up to 10, critical strike, critical strike chance by up to 10%, versatility up by up to 10%, and avoidance up to 8 well, shit. I feel like that's going to be a lot easier to digest seeing it than hearing it. Just yeah, it the just way seems my like something. Works. Yeah, I think it's just something where, like, you kill it, but, like, you're going to want to time killing it for, like, a DPS check spot, you know? And it'll change the way fights are done. I don't know. It's it's cool. Like, it doesn't seem like it's so annoying that it's hard. It's, it feels like it's just going to make it fun, and, like, you're going to feel like a god doing a bunch of, like, crazy damage every, you know, couple minutes. That's because you're a rogue. <laughs> Well, that's everyone. I don't know. It, it reminds me a little bit of the prideful axe fix, which I enjoyed a lot. But like, at least it's not tied into like killing a certain percentage of enemies, which I knew was really stressful for tanking yeah. the routing. That's totally fair. Okay, so basically, any trepidation I might have had about these raids feeling stale, even if there's the new level of gear to it, is it, we have the affixes. Okay, I'm all right. I'm on board. Let's do it. Yeah, I totally made a mistake too. We'll see. We'll see if I can I can get him maybe with Uno Moss on Noto and and see what's going on. Maybe just to check it out. And if I have to leave, you know, they're yeah. fine with that. Those, they're uh, fine with that. Uno Moss are good people, so they are. That eyesight trouble you have, I mean that that can't really be worked around. But you can always still try, you know. Totally. Yep. All right. Uh, well, do you guys want to move on with question of the week? Hell yeah. All oh, right, you missed the Winds of Wisdom buff section. Oh, fuck, I did. Uh, we mentioned this earlier in the show, but right now there is a Winds of Winds of Wisdom buff act active. That's the word I'm looking for. Grants you an extra 50% experience, and that is going... It's already live now, and it ends on August 2nd when uh, Season 4 starts. That is August 3rd in the EU. All right, now we can do question of the week, I guess. Jesus, I'm I'm sorry. You're good. 
Let's go. Question. Question. Bub. Bub. The week. The week. The week. Okay, that was actually really well timed with the let's go. Let's go. Blump. Ken. Um. Okay. So, with the question of the week, we barely missed an answer for last week's question. Came up a little bit after we recorded. And the question had been, what had been your best, your favorite expansion so far? Brodsky had said, would be Shadowlands for me, as it was the first expansion where I followed the hype leading up to it, played at launch, participated in the community, played endgame content regularly, etc. And, you know, opinions on how good or not good the expansion has been, notwithstanding... Those are very legitimate reasons to enjoy an expansion, I'd say. Yeah, so my my um, Shadowlands launch was my first launch, and I've been playing the game since vanilla. And so I never made like... I never made a launch. I was always behind. Yeah. So you always came in after and was like, yep. "All right, let's see what this is about." I've, yep. I've done a few of those. That was one for me. So because of covid basically and being furloughed from work i got into bfa at like 8.2 or 8.3 at some point and when the shadowlands launch came out i was actually there for that so i totally understand brodsky like shadowlands is not my favorite expansion because of that but i totally get what he's saying 100 percent so then last week we asked who is the final boss of Dragonflight? Wrong answers only. And this first bank of answers we got from Twitter. Cardike uh, says we get to Ganarful the G Garthok. I have no idea what the hell that means. Do you guys? I have, I've never seen these words in my life. I googled <laughs> it and some kind of like song came up. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm looking at. No, but I have uh, traded some interaction back with Cardike on Twitter here and there. So, uh, Cardike, hit us up. Thrallsballsdiscord.com. Yeah, come in well, here and tell us what the fuck you're <laughs> what the hell that means, because I'm confused as hell. Well, thrallsballs.com for Discord. I knew what you meant, yeah. but I wanted to clarify. Yeah. So apparently, <laughs> it's like a monster from the movie Coneheads back in the day. Oh. Oh! So I saw Coneheads, like, once when I was growing up. Yeah, that I don't know that that what the hell I'm I'm confused. Anyways, Scrub versus the world says we're going to fight Rathion wearing a Godzilla suit. It's going to be epic. And then our friend Cardike replied, "Oh, but of a throwback here, can we get a temp ability to throw nuclear bananas?" I I, I don't I think I don't know. I Is didn't watch that... Godzilla either. <laughs> Well, is that a Donkey I feel Kong dumb about thing? This. That might be know. a Donkey Kong thing. Probably. Like we're being King Kong. You are on another level, Cardike. I love it. I'm here for it. I can't wait for for them to reply and tell us what the hell's going on here because I can't I love wait. It. <laughs> yep. Uh, Bent, you want to read Toasty? Yep. Toasty says Mega Murazon, obviously. He posted a picture um, that has Murazon made up of five Murazons and an extra large Murazon heads. It's like chromatic, right? I, I'm going to go find that and put it in the Discord. I might even retweet it for those of you who don't want to join the Discord. But it it's funny looking. It's it's like 
the Murzon model from underneath. So you're like looking at his feet. Uh, Liger Wolf the Camel Hoarder says, Rathion's mother. Now, does he mean, or she, I don't know, mean Rathion's mother as in the mother dragon who was his mother? Which, by the way, who was that? Was that Sinestra? I don't know. Or do they mean mother from Uldir? who is currently making Magni Rathian's stepdad. <laughs> oh, in the Chamber of Heart, like mother. He did put it in all caps. I don't think that's what he meant. I feel, or, uh, I, sorry, they, I don't know, like, if that's what they meant, but that'd be No, I think they meant, they meant actually his mother, I'm assuming. Yeah, like mother, oh, and they got excited. Is that Sinestra? No, it's Nyok, I can't say this, Nyokstra? I'm looking this up. Good idea. Yeah, keep us posted. Uh, Jaman says Thrall. Oh, wow. He is a dragon aspect at one point. Maybe we'll even fight his balls. Yo, <laughs> I love that because that would be terrifying. Those two meaty clangers. I'm meaty telling you. Meaty clangers. Oh, my Lord. They're, they are green and they are mean. <laughs> Okay, so Rathian's mother, Nixandra, is a black dragon found circling over the ruins of Kargath in the Badlands. She is forced by the red dragon, Rayastraza, to lay eggs in hopes of laying an uncorrupted black dragon egg. Later, after Rhea is forced to flee, Nixandra rouses the black dragons to kill Rhea and puts an end to her plans. Nixandra is killed over the ruins of Kargath. She is the mother of the uncorrupted black dragon egg, which later hatches Rathian. So wait a minute. Oh my god, I I know I did this quest in Loremaster. I can't believe I forgot this. I believe her visage is like a little gnome. And she hides in a cave and she's like, they're all coming to get me. I laid my eggs. You have to protect me. And then she dies. I might be wrong, but there's like this weird quest. Well, then when you're why is... Oh, wait, Rhea Straza. That's a, that's a female dragon. I was thinking that it was a male dragon and it was doing horrible things that don't belong in a video game. Okay, never mind. Wait, wait, I, I saw on the list. Oh, crap, I talked over you. Sorry, didn't mean to. Um, I saw on that article that it was also the sister of Anixia, who is the daughter of Deathwing. So does that mean that Deathwing is Rathian's dad and grandfather? Because that's fucked up. Oh, I'm going to have to revisit that situation. Sorry. Uh, the thing I said about the kid waking up just happened. So I don't oh, all know. right. No worries. Uh, let's move forward with these answers. Um, answers from Discord now. Tajula says, Leroy Jenkins. Not once in 53 episodes have we made a Leroy Jenkins reference until now. But she says that, and you enter a nursery-like room for the dragon whelps, and in he runs to destroy them all. This is your time to shine and save the next generation of dragons. I, I kind of would like to see that from the other side, not going to lie. Mm, that would be a cool idea, like a little, maybe like a time-walking dungeon when Carly Ashes, yeah. instead of like blowing himself up, like saves him. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. That would be good fun. 
I forgot where we left off, but somebody is up to read Aaron's. Aaron's. I got it. I got oh, it. got it. Yeah, Razor. Actually, no, you could read Aaron's because I I would love Dax's answer. Nah. <laughs> okay, so. So Aaron says, Razor Gore the Untamed. Fifteen years ago in the Blackwing Lair, you rudely took over his mind to make him crush all of his boss's eggs. Well, guess what? He's back and he's got like a hundred more eggs now. I was trying to read that in a sort of Aaron voice. He always says, well, guess what? <laughs> like in his Carlina voice. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. too. Yeah. Well, guess what? He says that a lot. Anyway, Razor Gore's back and he's got like a hundred more eggs now. So that's the final boss of Dragonflight, according to friend of the show, Aaron. Now, isn't Razor Gore like in retrospect pretty easy, but people couldn't figure out how the hell to do it? or something i don't remember i don't uh, once again i did not play that current content so there's i just a, went in there and smashed his face in it's <laughs> a mind control fight i i've i don't know i've only done it like well past intended level all right bent go ahead dax says hogger from millennia hogger bear torture of countless raids of low-level heroes under the stormwind with King Handuin's whereabouts unknown and Terrellian full zealot mode trying to remove the Zoid, the void, Zeltoff now whispers to Hogger and imbuing him with power and corrupting his mind. With his newfound power, he looks to exact his revenge on Stormwind. Dude, a fact the thought of a void infused fucking Hogger is terrifying, but you know what? As we go into Dragonflight and all these new Null races, that may not be as far from the truth or fantasy as we think. I'm just saying it's totally possible, but this is an amazing answer. I love it, Dex, thank you. Think of how legendary his drumming will be before the Void like completely destroys his mind and turns him into a gibbling idiot. Well, even if you're a gibbling idiot, you could still play the drums. You might just be chilling down there playing the drums. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, one more answer. Shantyman says, Garrosh Hellscream. He heard about Siege of Borgrimmar and is back for more. Siege 2, more spikes, more boar. Well, shit. I, okay. Tangent, tangent a little bit here. But all that shit is still under Orgrimmar. Is it just, like, empty? Or are they keeping, like, boxes of shit in there? Like, fucking Vol'jin moved a couch down there and it's where he watches football? I don't know, man. Like, Wasn't there, like, a big... One of the first bosses, so, like, I never played this either, but... Isn't one of the first bosses like a big old angry water elemental? Like this thrall is is thrall just like keeping them down or like what's going on? So that's not actually in Orgrimmar. It's like right. it starts in Pandaria. Oh no, I know that, but I I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Also, why do they call it the Siege of Orgrimmar? Because when you go in, it takes you somewhere to Orgrimmar. Yeah, you show so, up on like the front gate and you like you try to invade it. Oh, okay. I've never been, so I'm just being silly right now. Yeah, you start out by um cleansing that water elemental because it's all shot infused and shit. And then you go through and you do a few more bosses in that area, which then is later used, incidentally, in the invasions for Nihilotha in BFA. But 
you get through, you do all these, a few bosses, I think it's like three or four, and then you port to Orgrimmar. Um, actually, you port to a boat outside Orgrimmar, and then you get on the shore and you take out the cannons and you kill this proto-dragon, or proto-drake rather, and you siege the city from there. Okay. Well, was Shantyman call it Borgrimmar because he was bored, or I, I think don't know. he just didn't like the raid. Maybe I don't know. That's what I'm getting from this. I mean, doing it like at say current level gets a little boring because most of the time you're like standing there waiting for RP to stop, or um, particularly on that fight where you're killing Galakras. That's that proto Drake. Note, not Galakrond, Galakras. And there's these two, like, goblins that are fucking around with a door, and you gotta wait for them to finish fucking around with the door. You're not doing shit, but occasionally killing an orc that's trying to kill them. It's boring. And and you've also been running this for... I don't... I'm not gonna say best in slot. I just said best in slot. But your best... Your min-max for Mage Tower, right? Well, it is best in slot for Mage Tower. Yeah, I have been for the last couple weeks. Oh, is it boring? <laughs> yes, it is boring. At current level. At level, at 90, it probably was pretty fun. But I don't know, because I didn't do it. Uh, okay. Sweet. So, what are your guys' answers? Who is the final boss of Dragonflight? Wrong answers only. I want to hear Ben's first. <laughs> so I think it's going to be. It's wrong answers only. A heartbroken Rathian who's going on a rampage throughout Stormwind. And we don't actually, we're almost about to die. And then what's his face shows up? Anduin. And then makes sweet love right in front of us. Wait, what? Do we have to break them up, or do we just let them be? No, no, no. He's like, on, on, he's going like on a rampage. He like, he's like corrupted, and then Anduin shows up and uncorrupts him, and then they bang on top in the church of the uh, Stormwind. It's a very graphic cutscene after, and you can't skip it. Yep. Oh yeah, you hit escape, and it's like, fuck you. You're gonna watch this. <laughs> you're gonna watch every minute of it. <laughs> oh, you're gonna no. watch it, and you're gonna. It's gonna be like that robot chicken, where like, it's a. It's like a cut from Harry and the Hendersons where they go to let the Sasquatch loose in the forest and he just turns around and starts, how do I put this politely, whacking the beef and they try to look away and he like screams and growls until they look back. It'll be like that. I used, I used to love Robot Chicken. Oh my God, that show was pretty funny. <laughs> okay, Ben, you said it is Wrath, Wrath doing, doing the nasty. Gershom, what's your... Uh, what, what's your answer? All right. So it's, I kind of fucked up on the wrong answers only. I was actually taking this seriously, but I said, I imagine that all of the mages that Malagos and the blue dragon flight killed will all be back to haunt us, but they're dead. And so then Malagos shows up and he's like, you know what, guys, I was a dick and helps them try to kill us. Maybe he's Mally gross instead. That's the best I could come up with. Yeah. And then I feel like maybe Alex Jazza would come and saves the day again. You know, kind of like um, that dungeon where she helps you take down Maligos the the first time in Wrath. I forget what it's called. The raid where you I get the mount. Yeah. And then maybe she has Stony Tony in her claws, which would be nice. So I don't know who the boss is. I feel like it's going to be Maligos and a bunch of weird mages that he decided. He's like, hey, you know what? I was a dick. 
uh, I'm going to help you guys. And he's actually going to be like a final boss with a bunch of mages. And that's going to suck. You know, if I were giving an honest, real answer, I don't see how the final boss isn't Murazond. It has to be. But this is wrong answers only. So, I, oh, I'm sorry. Am I interrupting you? Did you finish? Oh, no, I'm totally done. Oh, okay. I'm Okay, uh, listeners, I'm really bad about interrupting people, so I'm trying not to. So, yeah. Um... I'm going to go ahead and say, because nobody at all has had enough of her, final boss has got to be Sylvanas, right? People just keep wanting more. Nobody's sick of Sylvanas. Final boss of Dragonflight is Sylvanas. I'm sick of Sylvanas. Everybody's sick of Sylvanas. <laughs> I know. I get the sarcasm. I was just butting in. <laughs> it's got to be Murazon, though, right? Like, that that is a loose thread that needs to be picked up. I think. I I agree with you. There's a lot we could go into the, there, but we've been running for a bit, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, new question. Excuse me, I keep burping. Uh, which Dragonflight do you resonate with the most? And I'm not necessarily talking about, like, the main five. It could also be, like, the Twilight, the Netherwing, the Chromatic Dragonflight. Like, you know, take liberties with this as much as you can personally even though they're evil as all fuck i like the twilight dragonflight just because i'm an emo little butt uh you can submit your answer on discord by going to thrallsballs.com you can answer on twitter at thrallsballspod or you can answer via email thrallsballspodcast at gmail.com uh that question might end up falling a little flat I feel like, but we're going to rock with it, I think. We're vamping, bitch. Yeah. All right. Draft time. Thralls. Balls. Draft. Everybody. Everybody. It is the Thralls Balls Draft. You know, like it just said in the thing. Um. So, last week we drafted Annoying Places in WoW to be Stranded. And Bent won that draft, followed by me and then by Gershom. So, that actually does not really feed into what the order is for this week, because we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're drafting useless, silly, or otherwise dumb things to implement as mount equipment, but there isn't going to be a vote this time, because instead... Bent and I are going to go back and forth. We're going to each come up with five things. And after we each come up with one at a time, Gershom is going to pick who wins that round and who gets the point. So it's first to first to three, we'll say, wins. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? So, Bent, because you won the last draft... Uh, we're drafting useless, silly, or otherwise dumb things to implement as mount equipment. You get to go first. So the first thing I would do is I would install a cooler that also, when you close it, turns into a koozie so I could ride around drinking. Oh, rock on, rock on. Uh, my first piece of mount equipment is going to be um, you attach it to your mount 
And as you're flying around here and there, it just drops a big old fucking nasty turd on the ground. And if somebody's underneath it, they get a debuff for 24 hours that says you smell like poop. Do I have to ju- <laughs> I have to judge this right now after yeah. every choice? Yeah, oh, after fuck. each choice, you choose <laughs> oh, you who guys gets the are point. Coming- <laughs> you guys are coming in hard. This is horrible. All right. As the other resident alcoholic, I'm going to choose Ben for that one. God damn I like it. The- I like the. I know. I really wanted to pick yours, but uh, I the mean, koozie. it was it was a little predictable to go with poop, I suppose. No, it was amazing. I just can't believe you guys tied in on two of my favorite jokes: booze and shit. <laughs> All right, Ben. What's your next one? Um. Okay. I am going to take. A mounted machine gun, so I could gun down all my enemies. In oh the air my god! Um. Okay, that kind of looks what I had in mind. Look, really, I'm gonna lose this one too. I think, uh, because mine is a piece of mount equipment that turns any mount into a flying mount, except it only works with mounts that look really stupid trying to fly, like a mammoth or a uh, long boy and it'll make like a big old balloon appear over them and you float through the air actually woolly you're wrong i am voting for you on this one yeah! i have been i have been begging online and on discord and on twitter for years to make every mount flying and i had no idea how the, the how they would do it i'm like oh steam under the feet or this would look terrifying if you can make a mouse fly if you can make a panther fly fuck that make everything do it i think the balloon is hilarious and that's what secured my vote i think Sweet. your humor definitely got me in there so i vote for willie on that one thank you i just i, I like to imagine that it's like Let's say it's a mammoth. It's just hanging there limp, like screaming in terror, but you're flying around. Or it's like got its head down all scared and its limbs are all limp and it's just getting carried around by like a balloon. That's terrifying and hilarious. And I love it. All right. The score is one to one. You know what? I kind of like this format. We might do this format more in the future. Uh, Bent, your next choice for silly, useless, or otherwise dumb things to implement as mount equipment. So this will be for, like, mounts that are a little bit smaller that can't fit multiple people on it. Like, you know those, like, old-school motorcycles with the sidecar? I would have an attachable sidecar to my flying mount for, like, smaller ones. Like that the would actually horde, be really cool. Like the, the Horde Shafur mount that has, that you sit in the side on him. He yeah, has, or the or like yeah. that corpse fly from, uh, from, uh, Corthia. Oh, yeah, a, that's true, too. There's a sidecar corpse fly thing? Well, I'm saying, like, th- that kind of mount, like, where that could um, be really uncomfortable if more than one people was on it. So gotcha. I have a, a little sidecar. When okay. I was playing, um, when I was leveling, me and my daughter, uh, it was, like, two years ago by now, right in the beginning of COVID, um, we were leveling two night elves together, and things got a lot easier when I, when I was able to bring out like my vitreous stone drake and just carry her around. I'm like, you see that green arrow? Get on. Let's go. <laughs> and she was like, Mom, this is so cool. So like the idea of of mutual of, of sharing a mount with someone is cooler. And I think they should do that more in the game. But I'm sorry. Wooly, what you got, hun? I literally just thought of it and it's I'm happy. Uh okay, so we've all seen Fast and the Furious, right? 
you know how some of those cars have like lights under them? That's what this yeah. will be. Under lighting for your mounts. So you can like bump through Orgrimmar on your like Raptor, but he's got like an LED dangling from his cloaca. That'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. Under lighting. <laughs> as funny as that is, I'm still going to go with Ben. So you gotta. Sorry. You gotta. It's too useful. <laughs> yeah. That is super funny, though. I can only imagine running around. Can you imagine running around on like a huge Kodo and just having this like giant like dance floor square underneath you? <laughs> like, Man. Oh, I already know or, what my next like, one is going to be. What would happen if you fly, though? Did you think about that? Sorry. No. Oh, shit. Not. No, I didn't think of that. Um, okay, never mind. We should move forward then, unless you have an idea. <laughs> no, otherwise it'd be like a spotlight or something. I don't know. Ben, what's your next one? Um, so I'm going to go with the, the Fast and Furious kind of vibe here. I'm going to do attachable exhaust engines where you could press a button for the nah shit and you get like a huge like boost in the air. Like you go super fast. Oh shit, bit. like a speed boost. Yeah, Nuts. and if your you're animal, if your mountain, mountain, yeah, and then if you if your animal farts while you're flying, it gives it an even more of a boost because it like just combusts. It I should was shoot a say, flame out. We could we could mix yours and Woolies and give you like the nas, and then you just shit on everyone behind you, just like. And then your oh manifold blows up, and then Vin Diesel makes fun of you. Yep. Um. Okay. So you've got. You've got a speed boost. You've got NOS. I've got truck nuts. What is truck nuts? No, it's not the weird nuts that they hang from the bottom of the truck, is it? It is. It is. That's truck nuts. You, you ever okay, drive I'm around <laughs> in some hillbillies yes. driving around with like a pair of testicles hanging from the back of his truck? They look so fucking stupid. That's what I would add as mount equipment. Truck nuts for me, your mount. It reminds me of that episode of South Park where Randy's got like the inflatable balls that he's like bouncing it's around yeah <laughs> it's like a like, hobby hop buffalo soldier and he's smoking all the weed and shit <laughs> all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with truck nuts i'm sorry yes yes <laughs> so you guys two and two right now we have a we are bent has nice. two i have two and i don't know if you did that just to keep the game going but either way i'm happy no, I literally just went with what the fuck I thought was the best and funniest thing. <laughs> okay, Bent, you got one more in ya? Yes, I am gonna go with... Attachable water skis for your mount, so you could literally, like, glide on water instead of just, like, swimming really slow unless you're in a water mount. We have water walking equipment, though. You know what, though? To bring that up, I cannot figure out... So, like, Gershom, because he does everything for me, has the water... The Nat Pagels, like, the water walking thing. But, like, none of my alts have it. I think that would be a cool toy or attachment or something like that that you could just do. Like, it would be more account-bound. Because none of my alts do it. They have to swim through the water. So, to be fair, I think you have to be, like, exalted with Nat Pagel to get that. I might be wrong. I don't remember. I, I, I yeah. think there is a piece of mount equipment that's just water walking. I think you can buy on the auction house. Oh, maybe. But I think I don't know. to make the mount equipment, you have to be exalted. I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe. Bent, did you mean more, like, skimming along the surface or just? Yeah, like skimming, like water skiing. Okay. 
Um, so there's the water skiing. I am going to go with... Uh, fuck. Trump card. Piece of mount equipment that lets you engage in combat without being dismounted. Oh, oh I love it. All right, Wooly, you win. I you win. <laughs> Wooly won. Okay. Sorry, Ben. Okay. okay. I know. Although the draft okay. was useless, silly, or otherwise dumb things, and that's far from useless. But I, I, you know what? No, it does count as dumb because it would totally break the game. It really would. People would go around like PVPing like that. Yeah, you, you could it, like you it, could farm low level characters because they won't be able to fly. So you could literally just sit in the sky and just destroy so them. So like right right before we decided to do it differently, I was like some sort of like bubble you can put over yourself in certain places. Like I didn't think like not dismounting, but I thought about something where you could put like a bubble on yourself for certain amounts of time. Or something that let you fly in PvP. Those were a couple of my answers, which I hate that you can't fly in PvP because you can't. It, and it makes no sense, but it is dumb because it would break the game, like you said. So I want to expand I think, on that. I think though, Wooly won this draft. What'd you have to say though to expand? What if like a piece of mount equipment that wraps your mount in a zorb ball if you fall off a cliff and you just bounce harmlessly all the way down and roll like a panda like they did they take like less falling damage like what are those big ass inflatable balls that people ride down the side of hills i have never i don't know what that when is. you can <laughs> when you get a chance google zorbing z-o-r-b-i-n-g Absorbing. I will definitely look it up. <laughs> Th that's what I'm thinking of. So it's like a big, non-puncturable, scary ball that you can yeah. like roll down the street in and not die. Yeah, you crawl inside it and you hold on for dear shit and you just roll. Oh, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> so, okay, I quite enjoyed this format for the draft, even though it's less of a draft and more of a contest. But who cares? We're still going to call it the draft. Probably going to do that again in the future because that was fun. But um, unless these guys have any objections, next week I want to bring back the normal draft. And, excuse me, Gershom suggested a really good draft choice, and that is, um, I keep burping, sorry, the best zones to live in. So next week we're going to draft the best zones to live in. I feel like we might have done something similar but i don't think we've done exactly that so that's what yeah, we're gonna we do did, yeah we did like a vacation one i believe that's right well we could we could switch it up we'll see uh i mean if we come up with anything in next week we'll we'll let the swingers know maybe i don't know I no feel i like i like this though because okay. vacation and living are entirely different things like that i would love totally to go true. to vegas for vacation i don't want to live in vegas if I went to Vegas for vacation and I met a friend's friend who was like, I mean, it's cool because y'all give us your money, but it's terrible to live here. So that does make sense. I believe it. 
Yeah. Um, and while we're on the topic of suggesting draft ideas, I want to remind everybody that we do have a draft suggestions channel in our Discord. If you have any ideas for things you would love to hear us draft, go ahead and pop them in there. You can join the Discord by going to thrallsballs.com, or if you're already in it, just look for the hashtag draft suggestions channel. All right. So, uh, any final thoughts, you guys? cloaca all right what what was the word you just told me to look up god damn it absorbing <laughs> something absorbing yeah absorbing. that that sounds great i'm gonna absorb my way right on over here oh and go into my new job that starts next week i totally forgot to oh. tell the swingers no i forgot it's my bad oh my god i should have done this earlier i got invited back to my pre-covid job so i will be absorbing right into a full-time job again thank you lord huge fucking Jesus. congratulations huge thank congratulations you. that's Sorry. so great that's my <laughs> i am so ready i'm so tired of being poor anyways that's my final thought i'm tired of being poor my final thought is a mammoth floating through the air screaming in terror as it looks up at a balloon not knowing what the hell's going on <laughs> that is hilarious i'm sorry <laughs> Okay, so we are going to go ahead and uh, we're going to get on out of here. So you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter at ThrallsBallsPod. You can follow me on Twitter at Wooly08, two O's, two L's, and a Y. You can follow Gershom at Hunter Gershom, G-E-R-S-H-O-M. Follow Bent at Bentolis underscore Outlaw, B-E-N-T-O-L-A-S. Email us with any feedback, thrallsballspodcast at gmail.com. You can leave a review in the podcast directory on bonusroll.gg. Join Discord by going to thrallsballs.com. But otherwise, bye. We love you. Be good. Bye, swingers. Later, guys.